your late husband was one of my couriers he said i stared at him blank-faced there didn't seem to be anything to say so tom had been a courier lots of captains run errands on the side strictly legal and above board some deliver diplomatic pouches others carry personal mail for overseas employees it happens all the time it was in the course of his work for me that he was murdered mr blazer went on i remained blank-faced but only because everything had gone numb suddenly he gave me thirty seconds to de-anaesthetise before continuing ay that is my department thought you might want to assist in the apprehension of those responsible he talked like that occasionally using long words where short ones would have been more effective i clenched my teeth once to make sure everything was working when i spoke even i was surprised at how normal my voice sounded my husband died in an automobile accident i said quite said mr blazer but did you never wonder what caused the accident actually i had wondered it had been reported that he had driven into a brick wall at seventy miles an hour just outside rome at the inquest a number of theories had been advanced from the condition of the road which was bad through the fact that it was an unmarked dangerous bend down to mechanical failure somewhere in the car accidental death had of course been the verdict but the positive cause of the accident had never been clearly established i had wondered at the time because tom drove a car with the same gentle care that he flew an aeroplane or made love to a woman crashing into a brick wall at seventy miles an hour just didn't fit the image but i had been wallowing too deep in misery and self-pity to pay much attention to the coroner's findings and anyway i'd been fifteen hundred miles away from the proceedings what caused the accident i asked not really sure that i wanted to know this he said he pulled something from his pocket and dropped it into the metal ashtray on the desk in front of him it hit the ashtray with a solid clunk that stiffened my spine and froze me to my chair even from where i was sitting i could see what it was and i just didn't want to know i wanted to get out of the office i wanted to scream out loud and i wanted to cut mr blazer's throat but i did none of these things with an admirable sense of the dramatic mr blazer waited for my reaction knowing what it would be before i did myself hypnotized by what was in the ashtray dreading what i was doing but unable to help myself i stood up took a step towards the desk reached down and picked up the small piece of flattened lead feeling its rough contours between my fingers unable to put it down my hand shaking it's a three o three rifle bullet said mr blazer it was removed from your husband's head during the post-mortem the little lead slug weighed a ton but still i couldn't put it down mr blazer continued for reasons i won't go into at the moment it was expedient not to bring this out at the inquest suddenly the full impact hit me this insignificant piece of distorted metal had crashed into tom's skull splattering blood and bone extinguishing in a blinding flash everything i loved and lived for it seemed to grow red-hot suddenly and i dropped it back on the desk-top it rolled off onto the floor and under mr blazer's chair 
he made no attempt to retrieve it. "'Sit down, Miss Touchfeather,' he said. "'I sat. "'I'd like you to answer my question,' he continued flatly. "'What question?' "'My mind seemed to have blanked out completely.' "'Would you be interested in helping us apprehend the man who murdered your husband?' "'I still didn't grasp what he was saying, but I must have nodded because he suddenly got to his feet. "'Good,' he said. "'Let's go back to town.' I got up and followed him like a trained seal.'